podcast. We are at episode five and we're calling this one, Who Are the 24 Elders? Now, just a quick reminder before we dive in. The Bible is to be read plainly and interpreted literally. See, God means what he says and he says what he means and he wants us to know his will, particularly as we get into the book of Revelation, the, the title of the book literally, literally means to reveal. And so he wants us to know his will and his plans. Spiritualization of the text, any text in scripture has no place in how we read and interpret God's word. We have to take the Bible for its plain sense meaning. Now, over the last four weeks particularly, we've uh, been speaking of the doctrine of the rapture. We talked about uh, our blessed and our living hope and that it was Jesus who promised it, Paul who affirmed it, and, uh, and we saw it there plainly in Scripture. We, we talked about the word rapture and how we find it throughout uh, Scripture in numerous places, and it literally means to snatch away, hapatso in the Greek. And we looked at uh, all the different rapture events that take place in Scripture. And then last week we looked at the, uh, the wrath of God and we looked at how uh, the believer is exempt from, will be removed from uh, the time of God's wrath, which is the seven-year tribulation period. Now, in case you haven't noticed, what we're trying to do here for you is build a biblical case using the whole counsel of God's Word, not just one passage here or one passage there, but using the whole counsel of God's Word to show to you, to reveal to you uh, the awesomeness and the excitement of God's blessed hope for us, or should I say the believer's blessed hope, that's promised by God and that it is imminent, that, is, that the timing of it is to happen before uh, God pours out His wrath on an unbelieving world during the seven-year tribulation period, which is yet future. So I'm trying to build a biblical case for you to show you that the rapture, the blessed hope of the believer can happen at any, or should I say will happen at any given moment. There's nothing that needs to happen prophetically before this event occurs. And so we're going to continue to build this case that the seven-year tribulation period, the believer is not on the earth for. The rapture takes place prior to that period of time. And so today is no different. And we are taking a glimpse into heaven now as we look at who are the 24 elders. Because we find these 24 elders in heaven and we find them in heaven between Revelation chapter 4 and Revelation chapter 19. Now, uh, I'm going to introduce them to you and I'm going to read through all the portions of Scripture that highlight the 24 elders. First of all, in Revelation 4 verse 4. Around the throne, keeping in mind that John was just raptured into heaven at Revelation 4 verse 1. And so everything henceforth is John's view of what's happening in heaven and down toward the earth. Revelation 4 4. Around the throne were 24 thrones. And on the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting, clothed in white robes. And they had crowns of gold on their heads. Verses 9 through 11 now of Revelation 4. 
Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sit on, sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. Now, Revelation 5, verses 5 through 6. But one of the elders, that is the 24 elders, said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain. Now, verse 8. Now, when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the numbers of them was uh, 10,000 times 10,000, and thousands of thousands. Verse 14, Then the four living creatures said, Amen, and the 24 elders fell down, and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. This is so interesting. Revelation 7 verse 11. There's, there's so much that we can take from these verses. Re Revelation 7 11. All the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God. Revelation 11 16. And the 24 elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshipped God. Excuse me, Revelation 14, 3. They sang, as it were, a new song before the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. And finally, Revelation 19, verse 4. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who sat on the throne saying, Amen, Alleluia. So what can we learn about the 24 elders from these verses so far? Okay, I'm going to give you a quick recap. First of all, they are given the title of elder. That's the first thing and very important. Secondly, they're not specifically identified. So please understand that as we journey through this today, uh, we, uh, we're not saying that we have 100% certainty on this. What we're saying is that the Bible seems to suggest this. The Bible doesn't explicitly articulate who they are but they're given the title elders there's 24 of them they are in heaven for the whole duration of the seven-year tribulation period from revelation 4 through revelation 19 they sit on thrones around the throne of god they are dressed in white robes they wear crowns of gold on their head they have immediate access to god they worship God around his throne and they cast their crowns, interestingly, before the throne of God. 
They each have a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. They sing a new song referring to themselves as, as, a redeemed, by, as redeemed by the blood of the Lamb group of people. They have been made kings and priests and they will reign, on, uh, reign with Christ on earth. Okay, so that's, there's a whole lot of information that we've got there from there. And what we want to try and do is piece together who they are. But before we do that, I want to show you who they're not. Okay, now to help us do this, we need to understand, this is going to sound silly, but uh, a couple of laws, three laws of logic. All right, and these do sound silly, but it's important. First thing is what a thing is, it is. Okay, so if we think about, as I said, it sounds silly, but if we think about this microphone here, what a thing is, it is. So this microphone is a microphone. The second law is what a thing is not, it is not. Again, sounds silly, but this microphone is not a car, and therefore it is not a car, right? It's clearly not a car. The third thing is what a thing is, it cannot also be what it is not at the same time. This is the law of the excluded middle. So what that means is this microphone is a microphone and therefore the microphone can't also be a car at the same time as being a microphone, right? At some stage you could break down the microphone and maybe in the future it could be a car, but the microphone can't also be a car at the same time. Hoping that that makes sense so far. That's important as we read some of the passages in Revelation in relation to the 24 elders. So first of all, I want to say is some people will argue that the 24 elders are angels or angelic beings of some kind. I'm going to tell you that Scripture teaches us that they are not. Revelation 5 verse 11 says this, Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000. They circled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. Okay, so you've got elders, you've got living creatures, you've got many angels. So the elders are there, which means they can't be the living creatures and they can't be the many angels that's also spoken there. So this is the law of logic. If you've got elders there and you've got the living creatures there and you've got many angels there, they can't be each other. They're different. Yeah. The next one is Revelation 7:11, and this this kind of really drives it home because that one just spoke of many angels and of the 24 uh, and of the four living creatures. Revelation 7:11 steps it up a little bit. It says this: All the angels. How many angels? All the angels. All the angels were standing around the throne. So you've got every single angel standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God. So clearly you've got all the angels standing around the thrones and around the 24 elders. So you can't have the 24 elders being angels if you've got all the angels standing around the 24 elders. This is the law of logic, okay? So clearly we see in scripture that the 24 elders cannot be angelic beings. Second thing is some people will say that the 24 elders are the 144,000 Jews spoken about in uh, Revelation 
13 and 14. But again, similarly with the same uh, law of logic that we've been looking at, Revelation 14 verse 3 says this, And they sang a new song, this is the 144,000 that are singing the song, before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. So the 144,000 were singing the song. No one could learn the song except for them. And they were singing it before the living creatures, before the throne of God and before the elders. You can't have the 144,000 singing it before the elders if they're one and the same. Again, the law of logic. So the 24 elders cannot be angelic beings. They cannot be uh, the 144,000. So who are they? Now, we can get a pretty solid idea of who they are through Scripture, but as I said, we can't get 100% guarantee on that. So I'm going to present to you uh, what Scripture teaches us. Revelation 4.4 starts here, and it's in relation to the title of them. Around the throne were 24 thrones, and on the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting. Their title that they are given uh, it is, should I say, elders. The word for elders here in the Greek is used 67 times in the New Testament and it always refers to a human man and not an angelic being. So there's confirmation again that uh, the elders cannot be angels. Now, sometimes this word for elder is used among the Jews, uh, referring to those who are members of the council or the Sanhedrin or who managed some of the public affairs of the Jewish people. So sometimes it was used among the Jews. Sometimes it is used among the Gentiles also of those who presided over the churches. They are the elders over the churches, that is the local churches. So the title elder here identifies this group of people as human men, and it could be representing either the Jews or the church okay so that's that's how that word specifically is used in the new testament could be representing the church or it could be representing israel the jews specifically the next bit is the thrones revelation 4 4 says around the throne were 24 thrones and on the thrones i saw 24 elders sitting so you've got the throne of God, 24 thrones around the throne with 24 elders sitting on those thrones. Now, these thrones imply ruling and judging is the implication of these thrones. Now, this is interesting because of other parts of Revelation, other parts of Scripture. Revelation 2 verse 26 says this, And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end to him I will give power over the nations. The overcomer will have power, that is, they will rule over the nations. That's interesting. Now, this, uh, this is referring to the overcomer, but who is the overcomer? Again, Scripture teaches us who this is through Revelation, but also in other places. 1 John 5, 4-5 says this, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God 
true believers. Now, in the context of Revelation, where it's uh, the letters to the seven churches, letters to the church in Revelation 2 and 3, the overcomers are true believers, if I can put it this way, within the church. Um, they are the overcomers. So obviously within the local churches, you've got unbelievers, you've got believers, you've got professing believers and people that profess to believers that are actually not. So what we're saying here, what scripture teaches is that the overcomer, the overcomers are true believers in the church. Revelation 3:21 says this, to him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also have overcome and sat down with my father on his throne. Okay, so, so far we've got the overcomers will be given power to rule. The overcomers now will be given the privilege and the blessing of sitting at the throne of God. Revelation 1, 5 to 6, To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests, to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. This is, ref this is referring to John and it's referring to the church, the body of believers through the church age who will be kings and priests to our God. This is referring to ruling, to reigning, to judging and to ministering or serving to God as priests. Then we've got in Revelation 5.10, and I find this interesting, and we'll come back to this after, but John specifically connects here the 24 elders with this same group of people that are kings and priests, Revelation 5.10, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. That's referring to the 24 elders. That's really interesting. And we're going to come back to that because there, there's some controversy over that, that passage. But it seems that the one who is granted to sit on thrones, that is to have power to rule, to be kings, to be priests, is identified as the overcomer or the church, believers through the church age, perhaps even directly here in Revelation 5.10, being identified as the 24 elders. More on that shortly. So we've got the title elders, we've got the thrones, and now we've got wearing of white robes. Now, Revelation 4.4 says, Around the throne were 24 thrones, and on the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white robes. The 24 elders are clothed in white robes. Who else are clothed in white robes? Revelation 3.4-5. You have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. The overcomer here, again, is clothed in white garments. And who is the overcomer? The overcomer is defined as or identified as believers through the church age. We then have the crowns. Now, this is interesting. Revelation 4.4 goes on. Saw 24 elders sitting on the thrones, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. So the 24 elders had crowns of gold 
on their heads in heaven. But who receives crowns in the Bible? When we look at all the verses that refer to crowns being given, it's interesting. Revelation 2.10, Do not fear any of those things which are about to, you're about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you'll have tribulation 10 days. Be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. Who was this written to? It was written to the church. There's more. Uh, James 1.12 Blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he has been approved he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. The crown of life. Who is that for? That's for the believer. 2 Timothy 4.8 Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. What is that day? Paul's talking about the rapture, the resurrection. On that day, they get the crowns. The believers in Christ get the crowns. You see, the wearing of crowns, again, seems to identify this 24 elders group of people as church age believers interesting then we get to revelation 5 verses 9 to 10 and the uh, redemption song or the song of redemption and they sang a new song saying you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to god by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Pretty clear, right? That this group of people, the 24 elders, have been redeemed by the blood of Christ and have been made kings and priests, which is clearly church-age believers. But what's interesting is, and where the controversy comes in, is that when we read these verses in the King James and the New King James translations, we get the us and the we. If you read it in the NIV or the NASB or the NLT, quite a lot of other translations, you end up with people, them, they, which seems to separate this group of people from the 24 elders. And this is very interesting and quite contentious. One prominent, so contentious in fact, that one prominent post-tribulationist has stated this. If the 24 elders are a redeemed, purchased group, as the King James says here in Revelation 5, then we all must believe in pre-tribulationism. If the 24 elders are a redeemed, purchased group, as the King James Version says, then we all must believe in pre-tribulationism. That is a pre-tribulation rapture of the church. Wow. But how has he come to that conclusion? Why is this such a big deal? This is because if the elders are representing a redeemed, blood-bought group of believers and they are in heaven before the tribulation begins and are there throughout the tribulation, then this must be the church and they must have gotten there by the pre-tribulation rapture. The blessed hope. So the question comes down to here, it's one of manuscripts. What do the original manuscripts say in the Greek 
in relation to this verse? Truth is, I don't know. I haven't seen them myself and I'm not a manuscript expert by any means. That said, a guy by the name of David Hocking said this, and you can take this with a grain of salt because you need to do your own research on it. But David Hocking said that there are 24 Greek manuscripts that include the Revelation 5.9 passage. 24 Greek manuscripts that include this passage. Obviously, all the different manuscripts, and there's thousands of them, they're not complete, right? So you get little excerpts of Revelation here or excerpts of this there and that there. So not all the Greek manuscripts of Revelation include the 5.9 passage. Of the ones that do include the 5.9 passage, there's 24 of them. Of the 24 of them, David Hocking says that 23 of them, all of them except for one, read us and we. Just like the King James and the New King James Version. This is so interesting. Though because of the conflicting translations, we perhaps can't base our argument off this verse alone. Though it certainly seems like Revelation 5 verse 9 to 10 identifies the 24 elders as church age believers. Finally, why 24? Okay, so if these 24 elders are indeed representing church age believers, why is there 24 of them? What's that about? Now, if you read 1 Chronicles 24 and 25, you find something very interesting. 1 Chronicles 24, 19 says this, This was the schedule of their service for coming into the house of the Lord, according to their ordinances by the hand of Aaron, their father, as the Lord God of Israel had commanded them. There were 24 divisions in the Aaronic or the Levitical priesthood. Okay, so the priesthood, there was 24 divisions, two divisions um, per month. So each division would carry out the priestly duties for two weeks and then would change to the next division. 24 uh, divisions of the priesthood, uh, that is 24 people that represented, that literally represented the whole body, that is the whole house of God's people, Israel. And what were they there for? They were for ministering in the house of the Lord. So there were 24 literal people that were designated as representatives of the whole house of Israel that ministered in the house of the Lord collectively 24-7. And then you get 1 Chronicles 25 verses 1 and 6. Moreover, David, and actually let's just read 6. All these were under, there was a whole bunch of people listed. All these were under the direction of their father for the music of the house of the Lord with cymbals, stringed instruments and harps for the service of the house of God. There was 24 divisions of them also. These were 24 divisions appointed to lead the worship, the music in the house of God. So in the Old Testament, we have 24 priests or 24 divisions of the priesthood that represented the complete body of Israel on earth and they worshipped God in the temple. You've got the priests that represented Israel and you've got these musicians that represented the Israel and their job was worshipping. So you've got these two groups 
whose job was to represent Israel and to worship God and have a specific duty in the house of the Lord 24-7. Fast forward to Revelation and we have 24 elders, I believe scripturally that teaches us that they are representative of the complete church in heaven. Old Testament, 24 priests representing the complete nation of Israel on earth. Revelation, 24 elders representing the complete body of the church in heaven. The title elders, the role of the priesthood of the church, the thrones, the ruling and reigning, the white robes given to believers, the crowns given to believers at the time of the rapture and the standing forth the judgment seat of Christ, the song of redemption, and even the 24 all seem to point to the church in heaven. From when? From before the tribulation period, all throughout the tribulation period to the second coming. How did the elders get into heaven from before the tribulation period? How did they get there? The blessed hope, the blessed and living hope of the believer, the rapture of the church before the seven year tribulation period. We hope this was helpful. We hope this is another brick in the wall that helps to build that biblical case to show you the imminency and the awesomeness and the blessed and living joyous hope of the future imminent rapture of the church. Thanks for joining our Prophecy Times podcast for another week. Next week, we will look at the rapture versus the second coming. Are those two separate events? Are those the one and the same event? Looking forward to seeing you next week, Wednesday, 5 p.m. Much love.